so that noise can only mean one thing. I'm on my way to a gig. Hi there. Uh, great. So, uh, things are going quite well. Uh, <laughs> I had my best ever gig the other day, and I wasn't even performing. I, I went along to see Rachel before a night shift at the fridge. Uh, this is a week after I'd done my gig there, and there was no one really there. Um, and I got to try out my Christmas stuff for the first time. Anyway, uh, at the break, I was just about to go and have a little chat with Rachel about her set and uh, I catch up with a few people I knew. And some random person came up to me and said, oh, are you, are you performing tonight? You perform here, don't you? I'm like, yeah, I do. Uh, but no, I'm, I'm not performing tonight. He went, oh, that's a shame. We saw you a while ago. You were really funny. And... I was a bit shocked. <laughs> kind of didn't really believe that someone was saying that to me. Uh, and then his friend walked by and he said, oh, he's not on tonight. He's not performing. And the other guy joined in and uh, I don't know what he said, but they were just basically saying that they thought I was really funny. And so obviously I didn't take it much as a compliment. I was just like trying to find out what they were, what they'd seen and what they thought was funny. And I was going through some of my jokes for them to see what they thought. And I think I probably scared them off a little bit at that point. Uh, but that's really nice. That's really nice to actually get some pretty good feedback, even when I'm not actually performing a gig. So that's that's never never happened to me before. Probably will never happen to me again. Anyway, back to the uh, here and now. I'm just on my way to do a brand new gig that I've not done before, uh, which I've seen on Facebook loads. And uh, actually, the Facebook page has a big picture of Stuart Lee on it. So uh, they've had some kind of top acts going through this club. It's a Monday night gig at the Regent in Islington, Angel Islington. And the name of the night is Nice and Spiky. And so I know I know a little bit about this, but I've never been to this club. And I've never performed, well, obviously never performed, I've never been there. But uh, this is the first time going through there, so I'm quite looking forward to this. I'm a little bit nervous about doing it, because it's new and it's a little bit unknown as well. But the good thing is that um, I'm fairly confident in my material now. Um, after doing it three times, and the last time at the Crown being just amazing, or feeling like it went amazing, and, and people giving me good feedback on that, uh, I feel like um, I'm kind of getting somewhere with the, with this, which is nice. It's really nice. Uh, the one drawback of the gig tonight is that it is a bringer, so I'm having to ask a favour for a couple of friends to see if they're going to turn up. Hopefully they will, and hopefully if they don't, then they'll still let me on. But uh, one one guy has said he's definitely coming, so, so we'll see. So that that'll be quite fun. I mean, I won't be able to do this recording after the gig because uh, I'll be giving him a lift home. So um, there won't be any analysis afterwards. Um, but I'm doing the gig on Thursday, so I'm going to combine this all into one long, dull podcast, which I don't know if anyone still listens to this, but it's cathartic for me. So, yeah, so we'll do that. Uh, any any other things? Well, the, the, um, the material tonight, I've changed one or two lines just a little bit, and I've put in a joke which is a bit of a bit of a groaner joke and I think I'm pretty sure when I say it if I remember that it will get a groan from the audience which is fine because it's a different type of laugh it means they're still listening um, and I, I thought why not try it I'm gonna try it so if if that goes to plan I'll play it now think of the think of the turkey farmers <laughs> they won't be able to they won't be able to cope would they they'll be stuffed <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, you, they're not, 
So there you go. I told you they'd grown, didn't I? <laughs> it's quite good to know that, uh, that your material is going to work in a certain way. That's quite good. Uh, so tonight, it was a quiet night, uh, which is a shame. Um, they still liked the stuff, I think, uh, but it just, it needs, comedy just needs an audience. And it was a nice little gig, but you're not going to learn an awful lot from a quiet room. And I was on in the second half this time, which meant that all the acts that had been on in the first half disappeared. Uh, so that's a shame, because there were probably about 30 people there in the first half, and more like 20 or 15, not even, not even 20, there's 15 people probably. But it went well, I remembered it all, I missed one line, but no big deal, I'm not, that wasn't a problem, because I've done that line before and I know it's okay. Probably needs... Probably all of the lines need to be a little bit funnier. But I'm quite happy that I put some new bits in, slightly new bits in, and that groan is what I was hoping for. So that worked. That's quite nice. I think it's nice to have a little groan in the middle of a set. It means they're paying attention and they're with you. They understand what you're going for. So it's good. It's good. So I've got one more crack at this, and that's at the Freedom Fridge, which is going to be my next gig. So it's Monday now, Thursday... I'll probably look back at the video, look at the script, and see if there are a couple more tweaks. There's one line about the gifts, which is about, uh, which is not funny. It's not not really working. And tonight I added a line in. I changed the line on that, um, and that got a little bit more. So I think there's something there. I did think of a little tag that I could add on to the end of that as well. And a, a tag, you probably know if you're a comedian. A tag is basically when you do one joke and then you use the initial premise to, to come up with the second punchline. So it's like having two punchlines for a joke. So, you know, that's, that's a cheeky way of getting a second laugh. But the important thing about it is that you've got to make the second joke funnier. So it's not a case of just picking two jokes and putting the funniest one second. You've got to have a funny joke to start with and then have a funnier other line that goes with it. And you can do this a third time. If you do any more than that, apparently it doesn't work. Apparently, I don't know. But that's um, that's something I'm thinking of with that line, the, the line about perfume. So I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm probably going to release... Shall I release the video? No, I won't release the video. I'll release the whole audio of the Freedom Fridge set. I'll do it as a totally separate podcast. Because um, that's it for Christmas. This is going to be the last podcast before Christmas, I guess. Uh, but um, I will release the audio of the, the gig as a separate podcast next time. That's nice, isn't it? Anyway, uh, that's it for now. I'm nearly home now. I wasn't going to do this, but I've dropped my friend off at the train station to get his car. So it means I had a little bit of time to just do this do this um, analysis. Uh, but next thing you'll hear me talking about will be... Oh, there's a fox. Ah. Um, next thing you'll hear me talking about is um, the build-up to the Freedom Fridge gig. So I'm looking forward to doing that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage and beautiful voice please fellow audience. Right, I'm backstage here um, at the Freedom Fridge. 
this second half is just starting and I'm whispering because um, Andy has just gone on Andy is emceeing the gig tonight and the funny thing is he's lost his voice <laughs> he's, he's still emceeing it he's using his iPad to type into and miming his jokes and it is being very funny funny for me, I'm loving it so I'm backstage and I hope you can't hear me He's just talking. He's actually talking now. So anyway, um, I've been rehearsing my set a little bit and I'm feeling quite good about this. I've forgotten my video camera though. So I'm hoping that I can get a copy of the video from Andy because he films them every week. So fingers crossed that will work out. But I just wanted to set up what's going on. It's quite funny. Welcome to teenage Charles Gage Lee Wilson. Merry Christmas, everyone! Eight days to go until Christmas Day. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Yeah. Don't you just wish it was Christmas every day? So it's been a little while since I've been at this station, the Kentish Town station, uh, waiting for a train to go back to St Albans, and the gig's done. That's my gigging done for the year as well, so, um, so that's it, it's all over. Gig number 55, and a bit of a, bit of a downer in a way, in that uh, it went, went okay, in that I remembered it all. But it's just the audience weren't behind me. Like there's a bit at the start where I'd say Merry Christmas everyone, wonderful time of the year, all that kind of stuff. And then I pull a party popper. And I've noticed that if people laugh at me pulling a party popper, a pathetic little party popper, then the set goes well. But if they don't laugh at that, then they don't really get behind me. And it was one of those occasions where it just felt like they weren't really behind me tonight. Now, uh, Rachel's kind of said that it was a funny night um, in terms of uh, the audience weren't uh, predictable. They weren't, they weren't up for it, I suppose. But I'm not sure that's the case because um, loads of other people were getting lots of laughs. So uh, I don't take it personally. I don't because it's just one of, those, uh, one of those things that sometimes they'll go for you, sometimes they won't. And tonight they didn't, really. So, what have I learned? Well... I've written a brand new set, done it five times, I think it's improved a lot. Uh, I have to look back at the video and com compare it to other ones, this is what Rachel was suggesting actually. So I go back and look at the video, the best one that I did, which was probably, probably the Crown gig. Uh, go back to that and have a look at that and see what, what was different about that than tonight. And it might be simply that the audience weren't up for it tonight. I don't know. It's weird though, because I think that I've got to. 
It's weird though, because I think that with with stand-up it kind of works best when you've tricked the audience into thinking that you're thinking up on the spot. But my set is so constructed that, that it's one thought all the way through that maybe it can't be done like that. I don't know. Maybe it can. Maybe I just haven't been able to do it like that. But it's interesting. It's interesting. So I've spent a year and a bit doing this, and it's been it's been a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed doing it. I still got a few nerves going on stage tonight just before I went on, just that I would remember it more than anything. Not that I was scared about being in front of people, because that that bit is not it's not that scary at all. I think if you're thinking about doing stand-up, I think the hardest thing about it is worrying about standing up in front of people but that's not the hardest bit at all the hardest bit is writing stuff and working on it and trying to get it to work and trying to develop and make it as funny as possible so just do it if you're thinking about doing stand-up just do it so We've got a bit of a podcast extra. I thought that was it, but it's not. Andy Onions, the MC of the Freedom Fridge. The guy has given me so many chances at doing this. don't know why, but he has. Um, he's here, and um, he, his voice has been kind of well, it's been absent for the night, and it's kind of returning, but I don't know if he can make any noises at all. Well, I can't make any more noises than that train just coming in there, Lee. Shows what a glamorous podcast we've got is that we're doing it literally about half past 11 on a Thursday night. But yeah, I did most of the set as a robot using an iPad and it was better than my normal stuff. Yeah. Despite the fact that I took loads of penicillin, paracetamol, amphetamines, Benadryl, all these kind of things, uh, robot's still funnier. It was a good night. It was a really good night. I think people are behind you. People love the night. I love the night. So... It worked. It really worked. Not that you'd want to do it every time like that, of course. Well, I, uh, as it happens, Chris Coltrane, who you may know, and that's why I said that, because it's a name drop of someone who's slightly better than me. That's what people do on podcasts, right? Uh, said I should do that permanently. It's much fun in my actual stuff. So I might get a keyboard, a little computer, maybe a BBC Electron, plug it into the speakers, and then it'd just be me in a robot voice. Well, I could just do a robot voice like this. It might be much funnier. Yet it wouldn't be, because people would know that I'm just doing an act rather than... Uh, you have to edit this one, by the way. I've just gone off on a ramble. That's kind of what I do. Uh, yeah, edit this down, Lee, to the cadences and the first and second words of each sentence, and then it will sound like this. Funny. There's not going to be any, any editing, apart from this bit just now. Um, yeah. <laughs> one thing they say in stand-up is not to give people advice, because who knows anything, and who can say who, how people should do what they should do, but... What's your advice to me? You've never really kind of said to me, Lee, you should do this, you should not do that. You should. What, what would you say to me? I've been doing it for just over a year. I've done 55 gigs now, 55. which is not a lot. It's, it's one a week. One, it is one a week. Including and that's, jokers. Oh, that's, that's, as, that's as much as I can do. Given Work you and have everything. Ended up having some of the worst STDs around, which you would call children. Um, yeah, given the fact you've done it once a week, it's pretty good. Given I did it twice a week, I do nothing but sit my fat ass and play Mario Kart. Um, I'd say this, get a video or an audio of yourself, 
watch it, see the bits that worked for your own understanding, or the bits that didn't work. Ask friends why this didn't work. Sometimes I see stuff and go, oh, that should be funny. And I watch a video and go, oh, actually, no. It's like this adrenaline thing, like the Incredible Hulk. He was uh, got a load of adrenaline. And you hear these stories about old ladies who lift cars off, like their daughters and stuff too, to kind of, like, help them out. It's the adrenaline taking over. The adrenaline, when you're on stage, is pumping so hard that you're seeing everything so quickly. You're the cleverest person in the world. Half a second seems like a minute. Yet, your memory of it is bollocks. So you need to actually watch a video, or this is for everyone, not just you, watch a video, listen to your audio, see what you like, see what you don't like, see comics you like, don't steal their jokes, but see what's funny, what makes people laugh, and then work on that. And also, most importantly, have fun, kids.